We listen to Passion Roar. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We are not here to tick you off. We're also not here to get you saved. Although, if either of those things happen, please let us know. Yes, this is a podcast for Christians by Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? Okay, this time change has thrown me for a loop, man. It it is brutal. (laughs) Oh my word. I'm having a hard time falling asleep at a decent hour and then my alarm goes off and I'm like, you've got to be kidding. It it cannot be time to get up yet. And guess what? It is. Yeah, absolutely. I I happen to have taken a Benadryl on Sunday night. Ooh. I don't typically take a Benadryl. So Monday it was like... Why do yeah. I exist? I'm, <laughs> like I was I'm, having an existential crisis. I'm pretty morning. sure I'm. I'm pretty sure I don't exist right now. Actually, yeah. No, that's every morning. I thought for sure by halfway through the week I would I would be doing better, and yeah. I'm not. Now it didn't help that I came off of a busy weekend where I didn't get to like prep. Sure. <laughs> for the time change, yeah. but I think also just every year older you get, it's just. Just a little bit. And harder. you're getting way up there too. So yeah, um, I, am. I'm, I guess I will probably won't ever catch up to you, but that's all right. I mean, I stopped <laughs> aging a while ago. I don't know if you've seen me, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> how's your heart, Seth? I'm really worn out over this whole uh, COVID-19 thing. Oh, it's just, it's just changed everything. Yes. I mean, it, people, um, I, you know, the biggest outbreak right now is an outbreak of fear. Yeah. And so people are understanding that, I think. And so some people, I mean, they're still hoarding. They're still going and buying all the things. Um, I mean, you you walked through our house. You saw where we went. To all, we might have gone to the store. Um, but Julie told me that was just because y'all needed to. You oh, no, just we got back out. from vacation. <laughs> yeah, we were out so. of all the things also. So <laughs> this thing's going to be bad. Like, I don't want to, like, invoke more fear in people, oh. but... Like if the CDC numbers are correct and the same averages stay the same averages, there's going to need to be more people in ICU beds than we have available ICU beds in America. Really? And yeah, so we we just need to we just need to be careful, guys. Wash your hands. Do do the things that you're supposed to be doing. If you don't need to be traveling, um, I'll I'll go ahead and just kind of put my parents on blast. My my dad <laughs> called me up on on Monday night this week, and he was like. Hey, what do you think about this cruise we've been planning for a year? And I was like, ah, I mean, you're a man over 60 without a spleen. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they're describing you where they talk about people who are susceptible to. Yeah. They already have your picture everywhere. So I, what? <laughs> I'm confused. As the, your picture is the one that's susceptible. This is the one. Oh, who's yes. Gonna have yeah. It. Yeah. You're 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 the poster Sorry, child. That for didn't this. make a lot of sense. No, I know. Now I understand. It did in my head. Yes. Sorry. I understand. Yeah, he's definitely the poster child for this. Here yeah. you go, poster child. That's what I was going yeah. for. Yes. Um, not so much a child anymore. <laughs> um, hey, Dad, if you actually listen to this show, I don't think he does. If you actually <laughs> listen to the show, go ahead and, and hit me up about that one. Yeah. But you just got back from a cruise. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair that argument. Out there. That's a fair argument. Yeah. Um, I We went on a cruise whenever it was like, eh, should we go on a cruise? 
now like the director of like, infectious diseases for the, the entire country is like, if you're over 60 and have a comorbidity, do not get on a cruise ship. Well, that happened Monday afternoon. So I'm like, eight oh. days later, maybe we shouldn't go on yeah. a cruise. Yeah. yeah. No, it can happen that fast. See, it's interesting to me because first of all, like 70% of my conversations at work revolve around COVID-19. I work for a medical laboratory. So you understand. It's yours, a little bit higher. Yours is even worse. Um, I work for a, uh, an FEC, Family Entertainment Center. So yeah. large groups of people gathering. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's why we're talking about it. And and children who carry things and don't wash their hands. Yep. Um, kids are gross. Kids are disgusting. I love them, but they're gross. I, I mean, I love mine. Yeah. But I'll just say like. Gonna stop there. Even, even mine are gross. They really are. But. I just I read an article earlier this week that said that China has already reached the peak of the virus. Okay. And they're already on the decline. They're on the decline. So um and also that respiratory viruses like like this and the flu, they don't love warm weather. Yeah, I mean there's a there's an argument to be made for that, but mm-hmm. also just science says it's also already in the southern hemisphere, which is already warm. Well, and we hit <laughs> hit 90 this week so yeah i mean i don't know i just like i said i it's i'm getting we don't know we, we, we don't, don't know, know. We, and, we don't know and part of my issue with this and and kind of the reason i try not to get too worked up is we get conflicting reports i get as a as a normal regular human that does not work in medical uh-huh. anywhere i can read six articles and three will say we don't need to freak out and three will say ah you're yeah. all gonna die <laughs> right. so i'm like I'm getting conflicting reports, and well, I don't know where to where I, to fall. I'm just going to let you know that uh, Jim Baker says you're going to be fine as long as you buy some. Did you see this? I did. <laughs> oh my word! Yeah. So New York and Missouri attorney uh, attorney attorneys general. That's the proper way to say it. Attorneys General um, has ordered Jim Baker's company to stop promoting alleged coronavirus cures. He's the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just am saying it. He's the worst. Yeah. Um, that's I, sick. I don't know how, I don't know how closely it's tied. It's tied into Peter Popoff's miracle spring water, but <laughs> it is, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely. How much up does there. it cost? How much do you have to pay? No, I don't know how much it costs, but I do know what it is. It's like a, that he calls it a silver solution. Um, and just so you know, like silver solutions, quote unquote, uh-huh. um, they're not healthy for you. They're not regulated by the FDA. They're not like just in general, like mm-hmm. all now I think I've talked about it a couple of times. I've talked about that podcast, uh, the dream. Uh-huh. Well, and the second season is all about the health market, mm-hmm. the wellness place, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they talk about the, uh, they talk about that. Do you remember seeing a clip from Oprah, maybe eight or nine, maybe 10 years ago? Of a man that was completely purple, I I vaguely like there's a yeah. there's a memory somewhere yeah. back here. Silver poisoning. That's what oh. happened. And what happens is that it actually tattoos your skin from the inside out. And is it silver like 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 sterling silver like, like what silver. we make yeah. jewelry out of? Yeah, yeah that that oh, that's it. Word. So so guys, don't don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't don't do that. Well, then this would be a good time <laughs> for churches to like maybe start like a home church network. Yeah, maybe, you know, keep mm-hmm. keep your gathering small. At least that's what James McDonald's hoping. Oh, yay. Did you see James McDonald has a new ministry? <sighs> no. <laughs> I 
I sound so defeated. <laughs> so he's actually starting a home church network. A year. A year after getting fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got fired from his mega church. Mm-hmm. And and so now, you know, he's like, let's start a home home church network because it's I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, uh, Mark Driscoll took a lot longer than that, not longer than a year to to plan another church. And what Driscoll went through was kind of the same thing, like uh-huh. being accused of being mean, being a bully, and like having unchristlike behavior. Yeah. Um, but trigger warning: McDonald's been accused of also doing mm-hmm. some um, sexual inappropriate things with yeah. with females, and and maybe having uh, financial slush funds different places to to help him out. That stuff that Driscoll was never really accused of. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. You can, so, so don't join his home church network. Men's group everywhere. Rejoice. He's back. No. Okay. No. No. All right. I think so. So I heard someone else went to church this week. Is that, I I, I saw this on, sorry, everybody. Uh, the Ellen show, uh, Ellen was out (laughs) and, uh, Demi Lovato was guest hosting. And she had Justin Bieber on her show. Uh, and uh, Justin mentions that he watches The Bachelor uh-huh. and that he saw Pilot Pete at church on Sunday. With, uh, uh, with his new... I don't know. Was I don't, she there? I don't know if... Um, I can't remember her name. Madison. There you go. So You're the one who watches this. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I literally did not watch this show, but I have yeah, read I love a, it. a lot Is about it. Is there anything else that you guys watch? Do you, are you like fans uh, of The Bachelor? We we watched The Bachelor, yeah. He was at church the other night. No, he, he wasn't. Was, he I was missed there. that. Yeah, you missed the... I uh, went up to him. I was like, it. I feel like I know you. You know me, and we go to the same church, and you didn't text me and be like, yo, Pilot Pete is here. I had no idea that you liked him. Just invite me over, okay? But yeah, uh, regardless of what Barb says... Yeah, I, I kind of, um, I'm kind of feeling like I want to go back and watch the finale. So you, I might. I, I didn't. Uh-huh. Um, I was I was busy working on this show, um, but um, Julie did. Okay, that's probably not even true. I don't know what I was doing. It's probably falling asleep because I took a Benadryl three days ago. Probably falling asleep because a time change happened, and the older you get, the harder it is. And you're but, older than me, so it's got to be even harder you know for what? you. You keep saying that. I, I do, and I, I will. I don't think it means what you think it means. There you go. Okay. Well, I don't so, know what else it could mean, but okay. Okay. Well, since uh, since we are talking about celebrities who are Christians, uh-huh. um, I don't know. Did you see the Today Show this week with Mark Wahlberg? I did not watch it, but I did see this headline. You saw the headline, yeah. That Mark Wahlberg just you know talking about his faith and talking about uh, talking about his belief system. So um, here we go. We'll we'll kind of jump in here. I'm very curious about your routine because as I've read different pieces about you, there's the two thirty in the morning. Maybe it's three thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. There's the workout. But the thing I'm most intrigued by is that you take time every day to pray. That's the most important thing. I take a day off. I take two days a week off from the gym now. I don't take a day off from getting on my hands and my knees and reading my prayer book and my daily devotionals and, and, you know, first of all, expressing the gratitude that I have for all the blessings that have been bestowed upon me and then, of course, asking for the strength and guidance um, to be able to use the talents and gifts that God's given me to help others and inspire and know what right is and to do so. You know, be the best husband I can be, best father I can be. How much time do you take? How much time does it take? 
Watch you this know, flex, you know, by funny the way. Because, um, it's awesome. As I meet people along the way and I add people to my prayers, if I see somebody um, in the public eye or that I read in the newspaper, somebody that's struggling, somebody that has a, a child that's having you know, uh, health issues, stuff like that, I add them to my prayers. And I usually end up keeping them in my prayers. Um, so it's, it's now like, you know, about 20 minutes of praying, actual praying, and then, you know, my reading and stuff like that. Right. Do you have a favorite scripture? Huh. Um, I just want, I'm going to tell you, um, Mark Wahlberg loves Jesus more than most people. I was just 20 minutes. 20 minutes of praying? I, at 2.30 in the morning. I, I'm telling you, I'm not up at 2.30 in the morning. Okay, so I was like, all right, you know, is this one of those things where people say cool, th- like say things at their Christian just to try to like fit into something? Now, I don't, I think that that part of, uh, of history is probably dead in America. Yeah. It's not cool to be a Christian anymore. So it's almost like now cool to be a Christian because everybody isn't one. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> I also wonder uh, sometimes if there's a fundamental lack of what Christianity uh, of understanding of what Christianity is. And I thought the same thing. Um, I, I just, then I noticed this. I'm going to uh-huh. see if you catch it too. Okay. Okay. The Bible that says too much, to whom much has been given, much yes. is not expected, but actually required. Yes, of course. And you think about those talents and gifts that you were given. You know, somebody was given one, one little gift and talent, and he didn't want to take any risk. He didn't go and utilize it and get his tenfold on his on his investment, and uh, you know, he buried it in the ground. And God didn't like that. He's know? not impressed. No, not at all. I mean, so. <laughs> I mean, he's quoting a story that or a parable that I think most people maybe. Wouldn't be able to. Right. No, that's what I was saying is yeah. that here he is with uh, here he is with with Harry Smith and Harry Smith kind of does like to much who much is given much is required. Yeah. A lot of people know that. Uh-huh. And then Mark Marky Mark <laughs> and the goes, funky bunch Woo! goes goes just straight up like, yeah, and says talks about a parable. Yeah. That's that's pretty that's pretty cool. So I think he's probably being legit. So yeah. I was when I caught that, I was pretty excited. So. Yeah, that's I like it. That's cool. I did have I did see a uh, tweet this week from Bad Church uh, Secretary. Oh, I don't know if you saw this one, um, but I'm about to out myself a little bit. So it says it says title for our next Christian women's conference. And it's a picture of like one of those wooden signs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it says you were born to sparkle. Uh And can I tell you the truth? I kind of don't hate that. Yeah. (laughs) I like Oh no! I think I would attend that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. I was I like, would yeah, for sure no, that, go to that women's conference. That, I mean, listen, we've also had flourish and other things. I yeah, mean, flourish it, is our is the is Bethesda's women's I, conference. I like it. I like it. Um, I was born to sparkle. Thank you very yes. much. <laughs> it's so hot in this room. I'm already sparkling. You are. So I feel, okay. Yeah, and then I I, I also saw another um, tweet. And Wait, I, so this is this is for Christian Twitter, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And so this says uh, from Aaron Duvall, good morning, Twitterverse. I want to get a head start. What are we mad about? (laughs) (laughs) At at Joe Biden, hashtag The Bachelor, at Beth Moore LPM, at Stephen Furtick. Are we still angry about that lion who got hunted a few years back? (laughs) What about the Super Bowl halftime show? (laughs) Hashtag outrage. Hashtag I'm so angry. Hashtag, hashtagavist. Hashtagavist. <laughs> and Beth Moore replied and said, I'm still absolutely furious that Chick-fil-A stopped selling coleslaw. 
Did they stop selling coleslaw? They did and started selling kale salad or something like oh, that. Oh, terrible. Boo. So, boo, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that one made me laugh today because I, I liked the... Uh, I liked all the hashtags. <laughs> yeah. I don't see any hashtags on this post, but I will tell you that it's an update from Carmen. Um, here you go. You ready? Yes. People have told me for 40 years that they do theatrical skits, dance, and mime with my songs. So I put the best songs together, did a short voice dialogue over the intros to connect the storylines, and, and it almost created itself. There's over 15 songs in the 17-minute musical like The Champion, Lazarus Come Forth, This Blood Is For You, Satan Bite The Dust, and I Feel Jesus. If your church wants something fresh and new <laughs> to get people praising, worshiping, and seeing hundreds saved, then I have the musical for you. I'll make it available free very soon in a matter of weeks uh, as a present from me to you for all your prayerful support through my fight with cancer. There's the cancer drop. Christ, the champion, is my new rock opera. <laughs> I have a problem with a couple of these, par partially because he doesn't sing. He talks through everything. That's number one. So it's not opera. Two, nothing that he does is rock. Um, <laughs> so pastors, if you want to book uh, a concert at your church for 2020, just email me. Um, and please share this post and, and see your comments below. So there you go. I mean, I'm kind of here for it. Oh, we're going to watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Friends and folks at home, we are going to watch this and have maybe an entire episode about Carmen. We're going to talk about it, guys. <laughs> so, my, my very first concert ever was Carmen. Because you were two weeks old. I was. I was two weeks old. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, at, he was at your church. Yeah. You know how I know that? Because I've talked about it before. Well, you talked about it on the first episode and on a trip yeah. this week. I went back and listened to our first episode. It is unlistenable. Oh, no. <laughs> it's before we started editing out the ums and everyone. I just want to say I am so sorry. Thank you for sticking with us, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Should I go back? No, I don't think I should. Nope. No, we're, we're probably good. If you're curious, like, oh, well, guys, it can't be that bad, right? Like, it, he's not. He doesn't really talk through everything, does he? This is one of the gems you're going to get in his rock opera. Extra, extra, read all about it. Satan lost the war and no doubt it works. This holy power, because it's ours to devour foes. I think that's Jonathan Stanley, isn't it? Yeah. It's strong in spirit. This generation needs to hear it now. I don't think that these videos are like, I don't think he recorded these videos last week. I, it's not like he's re-recording all these songs. I think these are from like when he originally performed them. Maybe not originally, but a previous performance. Well, I think that definitely what we need in, in 2020 <laughs> is a 65 year old white Italian guy doing his hippity hip hop. <laughs> so hopefully we'll be able to do a whole episode on this and we'll just dive in to, to that. Okay. <laughs> All right, I cool. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> don't. 
Okay, so speaking of diving in, do you want to get into our topic this week? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, so we we checked out um, the new release from Passion. Right, just came out last L- Friday. Yeah, last week. So um, Roar, mm-hmm. and it's live from Passion 2020. Yes. That's the full title there. Um, so, okay. Let, before we get into this album, okay. I just want to know... Tell me about your experience with passion in general. Well, so in in prepping for this episode, I went back and listened to some of the previous early passion passion albums. Yeah. Um, and when I was in junior high and high school, uh-huh. uh, probably mainly high school, I sang almost all of these songs oh, <laughs> that uh, were on the passion album. 100%. And listening to them... This week, I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm pulling that one back out. I'm going to be singing that one on Wednesday night again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling that one back. Oh, for sure going to do that one. And oh, man, it was just so fun to listen to him. What, what is like your favorite thing about a passion record? Because by the way, do they do any that are like pre-recorded or are they all live? I think they're all live. Okay. So my- I don't know that they record any albums that are not live. How about Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble? Listen, I was listening to this one on my way to record today. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, it is very 1998, which but, is fine. You know, I don't hate it. And and that's one of the things. And I'm not. Okay. So I'm not going to say this. I'm going to say it. But <laughs> <laughs> and I know some of this is nostalgia. Uh-huh. And I don't want I don't I don't like when people make blanket statements and say, nobody writes music like they used to. Cause that's not true. Right. People do are writing good songs yeah. these days. It's true. Passion just came out with a new album. Yeah. That's got some really good songs on it. And other people are writing good worship songs, but there were some of these songs, um, better is one day. Uh huh. Stop it with okay. that one. That I entire, love that, that song. Okay. So that album was my real introduction to passion. Right. Just was, in general. Like that, that was mine too. It was 1999. So yeah. we were playing their stuff in the youth band previously. Mm-hmm. Right. But when that came out in 99, like w- there isn't a song on there that I think that we didn't do. Yeah. At, at some point. It, it, I mean, it starts off with, with freedom song, which is, I mean, we'll just get to it. Yeah. Let's get into some. And you better believe this is one of the very first songs that I learned how to play and then realized that it was also the same strumming pattern for Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. The exact same strumming pattern. Did we do a call and response in youth group? Well, they have... Uh, You're Worthy of My Praise is another call and response yeah. on this album. Yeah. I think that's... a. Uh, I mean, this is, I think, where, uh, let me see, where I learned about Chris Tomlin, because mm-hmm. he was on this album, Charlie Hall. Charlie Hall. Also oh, on this man, album. Man, I love Charlie Hall. Um, I mean, Agnew's Day, mm-hmm. probably my favorite version of Agnew's Day, well, if I'm being real. Yeah. That beat, that... Da, da. 
That's the only way I hear it. When we don't do that, uh-huh. I'm like, why are we not doing that? We're, we're missing something. We're All missing of their something. that holy that she sings is what I hear every yeah. single time. This is the one that taught me that song. Um, and then Heart of Worship. Oh, this was my introduction to Heart of Worship. So, what what songs on here were like your your thing? Um, well, definitely Better Is One Day. Yes. I would do that song every chance that I had. Yeah. I, I just, I loved that one. And I honestly loved You're Worthy of My Praise. Yeah. I loved the call and response. Um, and I feel like a lot of their um, songs were birthed out of scripture. Yeah. And so, especially Better Is One Day, I just, that's that's one reason why I love singing. Because I love to sing scripture. And this I mean, they did it for me. Yeah. Put it to music for me. It was, <laughs> so. It's so good. Um, by the way, and that's something that, like, in this album, um, there's one song where I was like, boring, boring. We'll get to it. Boring, boring, boring. But then whenever, like, scripture came in, I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, here's this song all uh-huh. of a sudden. So as I got a little bit older, we, we had, uh, like, the big one-day conferences, mm-hmm. the big college conferences right when I was in college. Oh, nice. And so being able to like experience those. And also I went to school in East Tennessee, about two hours away from Atlanta. So we got to see passion, like, and be part of those kind of concerts and stuff like that. Um, before, did you ever get to go to a, like a, I didn't, I I never did. But, um, when we were talking about this, I was remembered a conversation that I had, and this is probably, I was going to go back and find out exactly what year it was. Um, but a, probably eight or nine years ago, a friend of mine texted and was like, Hey, passion's going to be doing a concert in our area. We should go. And then like 10 minutes later, she texted me. And she's like, "Never mind. There's a age limit. You have, can't, you have to be 25 or under. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, older than 25 knows good music too. Uh, I'll never forget that. Cause yeah. we were all hyped up to go. And then all of a sudden we couldn't. Yeah. That, that might be something that like we need, like you can't go. If no. you're listening to this podcast, it's most likely you can't go to it. You're probably like 95% of you are too old to go. 18 to 25, that's their yeah. that's their uh demographic, which I think is cool. I don't I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a problem when I wanted to go and I couldn't, but Well, okay, last week we have a problem when Minnesota when a Minnesota church does it. But now we can't. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I, I I may be able to volunteer and be a door holder. That's a thing, right? That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. What is a door holder? A door holder. Um, let's see. At the core, this is from the passionconferences.com website. <laughs> uh, at the core of being a door holder is faith in the one we are serving that shifts the focus off of us. It's not really about our comfort, our experience, or even us getting to be in any of the sessions. No task is too small and no ask is too big. As door holders, we place others' needs and experiences above our own because we believe that God can use us as his instruments as we see students encounter him. So so let me just, we need people to stand outside. Right. And not <laughs> not in the room yeah. where it's happening. Yeah. So you can't be in the room where it happens. Um, that's a Hamilton reference. Deal with it. Uh, but remember, better is one day. In your courts. There the, you go. Yeah, there we go. Uh yeah, it is better than a thousand holding a door. No, better is one day as a uh, holding a door in the house of the Lord. Is that what that is? Is that where that comes from? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, is that what it is? Better is. Uh-huh. Okay, you just smartened me up to something. Yeah, yeah I feel from stupid. Psalm eighty four ten. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. Ah. There okay. you go. 
Um, I like learning you new things. Thank you for learning me up something. <laughs> then um, in 2000, the next year, mm-hmm. is the One Day Live. And that so it was like all those one day conferences. And that's when I found Shout to the North, which, by the way, it wouldn't work in a church service today. (laughs) I don't think. Maybe not. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Um, but also, oh, Grace go ahead. slows down. I was about to yes. click on Grace slows down. Christy Knuckles, stop it. She, stop it. So good. With how wonderful her voice is. Number eleven is on that. Oh, also by Christy Knuckles on this on this album is a little. Uh... This is the air. This is the air I breathe. That is butter. I feel like this was the birth of like that that aspirated tone that every girl tried to do for the next two decades still to this day. Um, Including me. I didn't say you. I don't know which Oh, no. no. I'm saying me. I'm <laughs> so, outing myself. For sure, I tried to replicate that. So, um, and so, you know, we just kept, I mean, I just kept buying those. I just kept buying they the records. So good. I had the, I had the hard copy of that, or hard uh, copy, whatever you call hard it. Hard copy? The CD. The CD. <laughs> It I'll, wasn't digital. It, well, I had the the actual CD. So I had uh, I, I had loud. the actual CD of Our Love Is Loud, which is the one that came out in two thousand two, um, and this one had what honestly became a uh, a my song for a long time. Little God of Wonders. This is a good one. I might pull this one back out. Hey, if you go to our church, guess what? You're about to hear some of these songs on you Wednesday. You just are. On Wednesday nights, if you come to Bible study, Seth and I are leading. Seth or I are leading. Yeah. Um, do Famous One. Oh. I was listening. I was enjoying this one on the way on the way to record today. Again, this is a 27-second intro. So yeah. Here it comes. Always. It's just, sorry, right now we're having a moment we're of just, just nostalgia. There's so much nostalgia. So that was probably the last one that I bought a hard copy of because <laughs> Sacred Revolution in 2003, I definitely downloaded on Napster. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure I had the hard copy of this yeah, one too. Or LimeWire or something. Mm-hmm. I stopped I stopped buying music in 2003. I got <sighs> married. I had other bills to pay. Knees to the earth. That one's so good. I forgot it was on there. <laughs> Sorry. I owe 
stop it, Christy Knuckles. But don't stop. Yeah. Um, definitely a little bit of little Crowder coming in. Yeah, I really feel like this was um, the peak for Charlie Hall, David Crowder. I mean, I know they're still doing things, yeah. and, and David Crowder is no longer the David Crowder band. He's just right. Crowder. Right. But I just love it. It's his voice just brings me back it's in phenomenal. so many ways. Yeah. Okay. So um, listen, if if we if we're inspiring people to go back and listen to some of that old old stuff. Absolutely. Please on, do. On Spotify, like all of the albums are on Spotify, but specifically they have one that I listen to and I listen to it all day uh-huh. at work the other day. And I'm going to tell you the name of it. There it is. It's the best of passion so far. Yeah. From like 2006 or something. Yes. And it has all of my favorites on there. <laughs> Almost all. It didn't. There were some that I saw just now that I missed, but it's a great album. So many good songs on there. I'm very appreciative of those old of those older albums that they've also put the split tracks on there yeah. so that like you know people could could lead I mean that that that's ministry based right Absolutely and I think they make most of their music and they have resources on Yeah. free resources on their website yeah. charts and all of that stuff yeah. so Well there it is now I mean it's church I don't know if it started off as a church I think it more started off kind of as a movement but Louis Giglio being the the I think they call him like the global pastor he's like over everything um and then there's three locations two in atlanta one in dc and currently the worship leaders there are like christian stanfall um mm-hmm. brit Junker, i think it's how you pronounce it uh, melody malone uh sean curin and those are the people that are really really present in this particular album which is right. what you would expect yeah. right yeah well just a little backstory. So Louie and Shelley Giglio, they founded Choice Ministries at Baylor University. Yeah. In nineteen eighty five is when they is when they started it. And that's what passion was birthed out and of. You were already like fifteen Ministry. years old then, right? No. I was a year old. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> How old were you in nineteen eighty five? Let's not worry about it. Oh, so yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> so okay so this particular album roar has um it has 12 tracks but only 10 songs which i found kind of fun <laughs> because <laughs> two of the songs are repeats um the first 10 songs were taken from this series of concerts that they did on december 31st of 2019 mm-hmm. through january 2nd 2020 and so you will hear the worship leaders in this album scream out happy new year yeah. In random times, which I always like <laughs> listening to like Jason Upton, like when he just like screams out, yes. just the world is wide open. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. It just popped in his it head just came in. and he said it out loud and then he just kept going. And there you have it. So <laughs> you will, you will have that. Let's, uh, let's go track by track and just to kind of tell me what, what you think okay. you want to do that. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first one is there's nothing that our God can't do. I, I like it a lot too. Um, I feel like this would this is a, one of those good anthem songs. Yeah. If your church is looking for a good upbeat song mm-hmm. that can kind of be Which scream saying, yeah, cream, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, um, if you want something that can like be scream song, mm-hmm. this is a this is a good one for that for sure. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, I just I, I liked it. Um, I I wondered why they did it on there twice. Well, okay, so one is from the live concert. So uh-huh. there's stuff that's specific in this recording about it being a new year. 
that he talks about. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've listened to them all, but I guess I, I didn't like catch on to that. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that you're not going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think they wanted a clean version for a split track somewhere. Right. I'm sure is probably what happened. So uh, I liked it. I did too. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great first track. Too yeah, because it's it's upbeat. It gets your interest. It's it's easily easy to sing. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I some, some of Passion's albums don't start off with an upbeat track. No. And they're just like, hey, by the way, this is what this is going to be. Right. <laughs> just just gonna go ahead and warn you now. Yeah, but I like it. It's it's got a good it's got to get a rhythm, got a good feel to it. So that's excellent. All right. Okay, so the second song is All Praise uh-huh. by Sean Curran. Curran. Yeah. Curran. So this was on his solo record that he did. Okay. And um, he does something at the beginning of this that I really, really enjoy. Okay, here we go. All Praise. That's not it. Sing All Praise, All Praise. Heaven to meet us, Father, Son, and Spirit, all praise, all praise, God and man, God and man together, one with us forevermore. Somebody pushes the click track to start now. You got it. And he says, you got it. Okay. Worship leaders, learn this lesson. When you know that you're teaching a new song, start in the chorus. Let people know I'm teaching you a new song. Mm -hmm. Let them learn that new song. And then you can do the song as normal. Right. Because otherwise, for an entire verse, people are just going to look at you with question marks on their face. So First and then the chorus, because they're not going to be familiar with it yet. Right. Until the third or fourth time you do it. So teach them that. That's something that I saw um, Israel do in a concert with uh, with Chris Tomlin once. He was like, I'm going to teach you guys this song. And it was just the woes. He just wanted to teach everybody the woes. And then when we got to the woes, everybody could sing along. Sing along. I, I like listening. One reason I like listening to Passion is because they are recorded live. Yes. And I love hearing the call outs and the, the step outs that worship leaders do. Yeah. Because it... It makes me a better worship leader uh-huh. and figure, you know, learning, okay, this is where I can, I got to remember to do that more. This is where I can do it. All those things. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're a little militant on this record with some of the screaming it, do this, yeah. uh, which is, which is good, <laughs> which is fun. So that, that's all praise. It, it's a good song. Um, yeah. I, I will probably... In, introduce this on a Wednesday I liked at some, this one some point a lot soon. Too. I liked the chorus of this one. Yeah. Okay. Next we have Good Grace. Oh, a hill song. Yeah. You know, I when I was listening to this, I wasn't looking. Obviously, I had my I was listening at work and I wasn't paying super close attention to everyone who was singing. Yeah. And I didn't realize this was Hill Song. Yeah. Well it's um Joel Houston yeah. is who wrote it. Uh, he's Brian Houston's oldest son. And this is the first one where I was like, oh, I've heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started looking at the rest of the tracks. I'm like, oh, this isn't a, this album, it doesn't come across as we need to push out content to everyone. It's very much a, here's a worship service. Right. Worship with us. Yeah. So. You probably know these songs, so you yeah. can just sing along already. I mean, Spoiler alert, we got Waymaker and Raise a Hallelujah coming Yeah, we up. do. So. Yeah. And Surrounded. 
that sneaks in on you. Yeah, it does. All right, I, youth group. Yeah. Oh, definitely. This makes me think of a. I mean, this is a youth group anthem right, right here. Caleb, if you're listening, you should do this. One. I personally, and this is totally my opinion. Yeah. One hundred percent. Let me say that again. This is totally my opinion. One hundred percent. I am. I like Hillsong's music. I. They're not the the stuff that's coming out recently. Yeah. It's not stuff that I would choose to probably sing. Yeah. Oh, for the most part. Well, and some of their stuff isn't worship younger. music. No. Yeah. And that, and maybe that's it. Maybe it doesn't. It doesn't come across as worship music to me, but it also comes across as much younger yeah. than I am. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes I have to remind myself that I'm not as young as I once was. I'll just say this. This little keyboard part um, is is the dog whistle to my emo self from the early 2000s. Like that little cheese for dinner sound. It's pretty pheno- pretty, pretty phenomenal. Um, okay. So that was that's good grace. That's a good one. Here's another one that I already knew. Andrea, speaking of keyboard parts, mm-hmm. this, this opening piano lick. Oh, my gosh. If you're not dancing like a George, like George Michael in a Wham video right now, you're totally bopping right now. <laughs> that dance is the reason why this should be videoed right there. <laughs> right, that, that is the whole reason. <laughs> so, I'm a fan of this one. What do you think about this one? I liked this one. It, on, I liked the opening again. It was, yeah. it was one. If it, it felt a lot younger, yeah. to me. Sure. But I liked it. But this would also be good if you're looking for an upbeat song mm-hmm. and, and your band can pull it off. If your band can't pull it off, rearrange it. Do something different. Yeah. Don't don't ruin it for sure. Yeah. All right. Here's one I didn't know. I didn't know this one either. I'm leaning on you, uh, Crowder, and what's that other name? Um, Chidima. 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 You, you killed that one. That was awesome. This is my favorite song on the album, I think. Is it? Yeah. I loved this one. Okay. I really loved the sound. And you notice I said, I think. I think. I'm There's not so 100% sure that it's my favorite, but I really loved this one. Jesus, take the beauty from the pain. Jesus, lift these weary hands again. Turn the silence into songs of praise. Jesus, I am leaning on your name. All right. I just love it's such a jam. A couple of things. Uh-huh. That that ooh 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 ooh. It's honestly I wrote in my notes I put that's a sexy worship song. <laughs> I mean it really is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how appropriate this would be for like Sunday morning like worship set. But personal worship, I mean, it's written from someone who's been through, been through something. They've been through something. Mm-hmm. Um, or if your church is in the middle of going through something, yeah. this is a good one. Um, don't be, hey, don't be mad at that note. 
Ooh, that bass. Ooh. Ah. Oh, man. I just, I loved it. As soon as this one started, I'm like, whoa, hold on a hold, second. Hold on. We... What oh. just happened? Oh, I didn't know y'all were going to be doing that. I didn't know we were going there, but all right. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. I, I was sitting at my desk and I listening to it the other day and I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. I am here now, for it. Here's This is, again, a song I was unfamiliar with completely. And then we moved right in from this to a little bit of a... And by the way, they're killing this one. So good. And if you're like, hey, that female voice sounds familiar. Yeah, it's Carrie Job getting in there a little bit of... With her, with her hubby, Co- Cody Carnes. Yeah. So we we've kind of talked about Waymaker a lot, but yeah. this is a good version. It is a good version. I'll, I'm hot take. I like this one more than Leland's. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it it just it feels better um, for me. Don't don't be mad at me. I'm not mad. No, I'm just, no, I'm not you. I, I mean, you agree with me. <laughs> I agree. I'm saying like other people don't be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> so next we have praise him with Melody Malone. And, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I might've been listening to too much post Malone lately because when I saw <laughs> Malone on here, I was like, well, post Malone. What? What? That's interesting. Uh, that, that's going to be, that's going to be good. Ex- I wasn't expecting that. I, I'm going to like that. Here we go. So can I be honest with you? I was not feeling this song. Really? Yep. And listen, everybody's got their songs, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm like, no, I'm not feeling it. And then all of a sudden. Come on, this is the word of the Lord. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with trumpet sounds. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Come on. We say. All right, and then I have Goose Flesh. So, I mean, hey, hey, guys, scripture works. I'm just saying it's it's better than whatever song you wrote. I'm just, I hate to say this. Sorry. But it's true. I hate to disappoint you, but it's the truth. It's true. All right. And then, oh, how do we decide we pronounce his last name? Yonker? Yonker? I, I, I think Yonker. Brett Junker doing Raise a Hallelujah, which we talked about this song too. It hit hard last yeah. year, came out of nowhere, and then it was everywhere. Everywhere. And I still love it. I know. No. It was I, Jillian, right? Jillian. It was Jillian. Was she was kind of over it. it. Um, I was going to say it was you, but it wasn't. It was your daughter. No, yeah. <laughs> so this is, um, so this was written by Jonathan Melissa, Melissa yep, Helser, I think is how it's pronounced. And they're, they're from Bethel. Um, the reason I like Passion is because they don't disappoint on doing a good version of a good song. Yeah. They could have been like, I mean, listen to this piano part. Yeah. 
that that arpeggio of the piano, they took what was the arpeggio from an electric guitar and they put a piano in it and gave it a completely different feel. Yeah. So um, just just something just some love there. So that that was really good. Yeah, yeah. I like I like I like this version too. Yeah, I don't know if I like it more than Bethel's, only because watching Bethel's and knowing the story behind yeah. it just does something yeah. to me. Um, but I really did enjoy this version yeah. a lot. Well, and, and I'll say like, if you're like, well, I'm kind of over that. Like, I mean, I, and you need the worship to be personal, find a different version. And this is a good one to find. Yeah. And, and yeah. you don't have to have it be about what it was about. With yeah. It's good. Okay. Um, next was it is finished. I love, I loved this medley. You did. I did. Okay. So I, did you know the song it is finished? I don't think I did. Okay. I didn't either. So. By the way, she does ask on a, about every chorus, what's his name, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> what's his name? It, like he's, he's, she's definitely listened to a lot of Kirk Franklin, <laughs> but at least they said Jesus instead of Hosanna, which is what he kept saying. That reminds me thinking about uh, listening to the, the older album and this song came out of nowhere. Hold on. Let me find it. No one like you. And just that whole like roar from the crowd. That's what it makes me think of. That she's like, what's his name? And yeah. you know that these people they'd probably heard this song. I don't think so. You don't think so? What I think this is like we're gonna do a call and response. <laughs> this is the seventh and eighth time that they've done it. And they got anyway, it. They I got just, it going. Listening to it in the car this week, I was like, "Oh yeah, I love that." Wow, that was also Crowder. He he can make it happen for <laughs> he sure. Can. He He'd can. be like, he, he Crowder. <laughs> Crowder's hilarious. Did you see? Um, there was actually something that I saw that that happened with Crowder this week. Can I show you this real quick? Yeah. All right. This is uh, Tommy Lee, like the drummer. <laughs> Tommy Lee, the drummer from Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motley Crue's drummer, Tommy Lee. Okay. Um, Giving a, giving a little message to Crowder. Here you go. Yo, Crowder, stop texting me, dude, for real. I get it, bro. Listen, Mondays are the worst, but you're the best and you got it. You got this, <laughs> dude. Your boy is here to motivate you, man. Remember, remember when we bought the whole Taco Bell menu? That <laughs> it was eternal. This week is yours, dude. Go get it, champ. What's up? So uh, that, was, that was Crowder uh, getting a shout out on a Monday saying, hey, I know Mondays are hard. That was a week after he got a message from Gary Busey. So here's this. Hey, Crowder, it's Busey. Call me back. I know Mondays can be back to the grind and all the Cracker Jacks and the Grasshoppers and the Popeye State. Listen, you know, fly, man. Fly. Get on an airplane. First class bulkhead. Mondays belong to you. You are Monday's boy. I know. 
I know. But for real, call me back. I have more interesting things to say to you that you can't imagine. Okay? Cryer's busy. We've known each other for thousands of years, so let's not stop it now. Thank you. All right. So th that's on his Twitter. <laughs> Gary Busey is a thousand years old. He, yeah. He's, <laughs> oh, my word. He looks rough. He looks. It, it is very possible that these were videos made by Cameo. Do you know what Cameo is? Uh -huh. uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a service that lets you pay to have various like celebrities leave you a custom video message. Um, but it's possible that that is. Or it could be just Crowder knows some weird people, dude. <laughs> I can see either one being the case. That's. So, How funny would it be if he did pay for those videos or somebody else paid for him? Oh, hey, I, I might do it. I'm just saying. That's awesome. I might need to. That sounded way dirtier than You might not be able to leave that in. Right. So. No, no, no. Okay. Um, no. I'll make a decision later if I'm going to leave yeah, that in or not. Okay. Um, we didn't finish. It is finished. So I'm sorry about that. So this song is just kind of like just going, just pushing yeah. straight through. That hits a different way, doesn't it? This is a good record. It really is. <laughs> this is a really, really good record. Um, all right. And then it ends up with, uh, well, before it does two songs again, it ends up with No One But You. So Sean Curran and Melody Malone are singing this, but it's written by Scott Ligertwood mm -hmm. and Brooke Ligertwood. You might know her better as Brooke Frazier. Yes. Yeah. Also from Hell Song. No this reminds me of another song that I can't think of right now, but like a throwback song yeah. for me. Okay, we'll have to figure out which one that one is. Yeah. But my favorite part of this song is actually not that amazing chorus, which is a haunting. That mm -hmm. chorus is haunting. My favorite part of this song is um, right here at the beginning. And we're just getting started. You better sing. You better sing. <laughs> That's my favorite part. We're just getting started. <laughs> and by the way, usually when you hear somebody say, you better sing, you're like, oh, we're going to get pumped up. And then it's, yeah. Oh, I know the one. What? So the song that you're thinking of is also a passion song, which okay. is which is why which is why you feel it, okay? Suddenly I feel you holding me. I think you're right. I think I think I'm right too. I'm going to I'm going to jump to the chorus yeah. and we'll see what happens. You you don't tell me what to do, Charlie Hall. Is this it? I think so. Swing me away. Yep, 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 that's, that's it. it. <laughs> Nicely done. I knew it. 
I knew it. Man, I haven't thought about this song in forever. Um, occasionally, this will come up as like spontaneous worship when I'm doing stuff on mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night. So okay, okay. So there we have That's it. Funny. And then and then they repeat. Um, There's nothing our God can't do, uh, and King of Glory. Okay, a couple of things. There's a lot of double negatives in the songs. Um, There's nothing that our God can't do. <laughs> right. Right. But other than that, man, I mean. It's a good record. What do you think? I, I really, I really loved listening to it. I wasn't sure. I hadn't, I hadn't really kept up with Passion in the last, uh, probably the last um, four or five years, uh-huh. at least. So I, I wasn't really sure what to expect. I think the last Passion album that I really, really loved was Here for You in 2011. Okay. And so knowing that we were going to listen to this, I thought, okay, I'm going to listen. I'm going to feel real old listening to it. Yeah. It was my fear that they're all going to feel like 15, 16, 17-year-old yeah. songs for them, which is, there's not, that's not a problem. I don't have an issue with that. I just thought I'm not going to connect with any of them. And that wasn't true. I, I really enjoyed listening yeah. to the album as a whole. I mean, they and won't I let you some, into the concert, but no, I'm too old to go to the concert, yeah. but I can buy the album yeah. or listen on Spotify. They're, so. they're counting on someone to buy the album because <laughs> under 25, they're not doing <laughs> they're it. They're not buying it. So yeah. anyway, um, I, I recommend it for okay. sure. Add it to your rotation. There's some really good songs in there. Some are very worshipful. Uh-huh. Some are just, jams for yeah. your car you know i'm like they're just they're just fun to listen to that's so. really good all right i i, I concur 100 percent uh download this album uh it's uh it's really good it's on spotify the whole thing's yeah. on spotify you'll, you'll be fine all right are you ready to get stung let's do it oh no not the beast not the beast ah! all right this week in the babylon b miracle coronavirus passes over house with chick-fil-a sauce smeared on the doorposts <laughs> Oh, no. So the CDC is suggesting lots of weird ways to avoid contracting coronavirus, such as washing your hands and not licking doorknobs. Um, okay. These methods sound kind of sciencey, so we weren't immediately we were immediately suspicious of them. <laughs> sure enough, it seems the best way to avoid getting infectious is supernatural. You may have found that if you paint Chick Fil A sauce on your doorpost, the virus uh, will pass right over you and your household. So uh, we have no explanation, said one so-called scientist. This must be some sort of miracle from God. <laughs> um, so. Oh, man. I They just do it every week. I mean, Babylon B. Uh, hey, by the way, um, this is satire. Please, 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 please do not. Like put Chick Fil A sauce on your doorpost. You're just gonna ask for ants in your that's house. All that's gonna that's happen. All. Although you can buy Chick Fil A sauce by the bottle now. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I just saw that headline today. I don't know if it's out yet, but they're about to release, um, release two their Chick Fil A sauce and their Polynesian sauce in the stores, in the grocery stores. Yeah, great, great. Thank you very much. For all of that, because I don't, I don't just. I like fried chicken. But I also like your your chicken sauce. So thank yeah. you. For, You're just trying to find ways to buy to get our money these days. Well, they can take all of our money. Um, and they do. Uh, yeah. And all they right. give it to whoever they want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. All right. So that's been that's been this week at the Babylon Bee. Oh no! Not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right, Andrea, what's your not for me this week? Well, besides 
COVID-19, because right. that's not for me. It's going to be our not for me for the next couple weeks. At least. Um, oh, man. I just did not know that the heat was going to hit this hard yeah. this week. And it is, it's just not for me. I really like the in-between seasons, spring yeah. and fall, where we kind of ease into it. And we did not get any easing. It was, nope. my car said 90 today when I got in. Yeah. And that's just 90 degrees in the middle of March is not for me. Yeah. Well, and I'm sorry that we're in my office, which does not have good airflow. <laughs> and for the sake of the sound quality of the show, we're suffering through no fans, no AC. Um, Glad I got all my hair cut off last uh, week. You, you did. You did. Short hair, don't care. Short hair, do not care. But That's, you're not for me, Seth. Andre, thanks for asking about that. I've yeah, been thinking welcome. long and hard. And my not for me is, it's 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 a soft night, not for me. It's a nice not for me. <laughs> okay. okay? Um. I had to cancel some some travel this week because of all the the virus stuff that's mm-hmm. going around, and um, and while I'm under the age of sixty, I don't care what you say, I still am under the age of sixty, and I um, but but I do travel like I, I don't want to like bring it home to my family and have my right. family bring it to grandparents and do all that other stuff, um, and so I, I've had to cancel something, and so now I'm having to like actually do like emails and go through emails (laughs) for work um i got to inbox zero before i went on vacation for three and a half minutes um and i'm nowhere close to that and so um being forced to actually do real work i think is probably not for me i don't get to just go around and hang out with people just just talk to people yeah 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 that's that stinks. I'm sorry for you. I know, right? I got to do like real work, so that's my <laughs> my my <laughs> that's my not for me. All right, let's get out of here. Our church helpers from Anonymous Pastors uh, this week is going to come from Bad Church Secretary on Twitter. She said, someone asked why their contribution statement didn't include any of their cash giving. I asked if they put in in, the, in an envelope and with their name on it, and they said no. Oh, honey. We tried figuring out who gave based on their fingerprints on the cash, but they were all from drug dealers. So (laughs) here's the deal, guys. Um, As someone who occasionally does have to count the offering, uh, hey, put your name on an envelope and put the the money in there. It really does help the the accounting department not just have a big old wad of cash in there. Oh, also, if you like doing origami with your dollar bills and then putting them in, hey, for real, I'm, I'm... this is a real talk. If you like putting your dollar bills in origami and then putting it in the offering at church, please don't do that because somebody has to unfold that before we can give it to Jesus. And no one wants to touch money for that long. No, no. Money's gross. Money is disgusting. Money is more gross than my kids are. All right. That's a show. It's true. (laughs) But our thoughts and opinions are not... Are not the final word, dear listener. Uh, we would love to hear what your what your thoughts are on uh, the topic for today on the album. Did you listen to it? Did we hope you, so. Did you like it? We hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. You can tell us on on social media. You can like and follow and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
Yeah, all of those things. As a reminder, every time you comment on Apple Podcasts, we will give a dollar to a local charity or ministry. This month, what we're doing is we're actually sponsoring a kid to go to youth camp. Yeah, one of our kids from Bethesda. We're going to donate it and send them to youth camp this summer. Absolutely. So I think I think that's probably a worthwhile thing. All yeah. you got to do is put "How's your heart?" and they get ten bucks. That's it. Right. That's all you got to do. If we get enough, we'll sponsor two kids. Do it. That'd be nice. Let's do That'd it. Be great. And just remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen. Tell them to listen to this episode or maybe a different episode that was your favorite. Um, And then subscribe for next week because it's going to drop again. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. That's kind of the whole point. So (laughs) until then, this is Seth. And this is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. 